Welcome to Draft Day Sports. Not sure what gets me higher than listening to Creed. Gets me pumped yeah. up. Good to see Creed back in action. You know, I actually saw where they they made an appearance not too long ago. I think at a football game, didn't they? I, I don't know if I'm making this up. I thought they made some sort of a public appearance at a football game recently. Um, They're making a comeback. Yeah, you know. Making a comeback. So it's good I stuff. I hate it. Good to see well, you guys. Well, NSYNC's going to get a little tour going. We're bringing 90s back, man. You know, bring the 90s 2000s. back. 2000s, yeah. yeah. Good to see you guys. How are we doing this week? Week 9 in the books for the NFL last week. Um, good. How's everything going? Bets are bets are hitting, boys. Bets are hitting. Bets flying are hitting. high. Flying well, high. Teams are winning. Well, my team's winning. Yeah. College basketball's some, some back. Teams are winning. <laughs> Hockey's back. Soccer's yeah, back. We are, we are back in the uh, full full, de- full degenerate mode. If you are a gambling degenerate, because there time. is something a lot to bet on every single night of the week, which is. Yeah. Really deadly. Um, we got Maction, Tuesday so night Maction. You, you know, we, we're rolling with the Central Michigan, Western Michigan under right now as one of our IPA plays. Um, mm-hmm. So if you're on the IPA list and you got that at, earlier today. Oh. Members um, coming in. Hot, so, too. You know, we're doing okay right now. They've got uh, uh, 28 points members. in the first half, and uh, the total's 58. So. You know, it's, it'll be close, but I, I still feel pretty comfortable about it. Um, so, yeah, FJSports.com. Make sure you check that out. Um, added a new IPA member this week. So, shout out to our new member. So, we're uh, yeah. slowly growing as yeah. we uh, as we try to keep producing winners across multiple Get on sports the train now. now. Yeah. Started from the bottom, now we'll yeah, 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 yeah. Um, you know, good week of football. Um, college football is heating up. NFL is obviously right in the swing of things now. Um, as Big Al said, NHL is going. NBA is going. Um, first, though, let's let's get into what we're drinking for this evening's episode. I have a Saranac beer with me. It is their Honey Pills. Um, nice little Honey Pilsner. Came in their variety pack that has a bunch of sort of fall-type uh, beverages in it so uh, you know just on the lighter side about five percent um, just a just an ordinary pilsner with a, I'm assuming a hint of honey so we'll uh, give it a try big Al what yep. you got drinking from Bullfinch Brewery out of Syracuse New York Toll the Dead Oktoberfest there it it's is on clearance, Toll so the Dead took it. <laughs> a little bit, um, Toll the Dead Oktoberfest it's a dark title yeah, yeah. I mean, it's good. It's what happens when your team Light. continuously loses big games. Yeah, whatever. To the dark you, you side. start. You start counting the dead. Told the dead. Start counting your injuries as a Bills fan would. Well, no, Listen, you wouldn't count them dead because Hamlin's alive. All right. We'll get to that later. Bazinga. Um, CJ, you got anything later. to drink? H two O. As Pussy. always, good to see. Good to see. <laughs> Uh, I'm the healthy one here, okay? Pussy. So, Big Al, you want to kick us off with our recap to start <clears throat> things off? Yes, I will. Yeah, you right. ready? Let's do it. Are you ready, CJ? Are you ready, Slash? You ready? Always. I'm ready for All it. All right. <laughs> cue the music. It's cued. We start on Thursday night as Will I Am Levis dueled it out with Kenny I Hope I Don't Throw a Picket. It was a battle all the way until the end. 
when TJ turned down for Watt and the defense made sure to seal the win with a last-second interception to get the victory. The Titans, 16. The Steelers, 20. We head overseas to Germany with a marquee matchup between the leaders of the AFC West and East. It looked like it was going to get ugly early as the Chiefs' defense looked like the Berlin Wall and made the NFL scoring leader turn into absolute sauerkraut. As Tua, looking like a middle school quarterback who could not throw or handle the ball on the last two plays of Did the you game. you see that one pass that he made that was just like 20 yards underthrown? That and was the first of the last two. All of his thrones? Yes. Yeah, it was pretty great. The Chiefs are 7-2, and two, and the Dolphins have confirmed that they are F-R-U-A-D-S frauds. <laughs> Dolphins, 14. Chiefs, 21. We head back to America, the real America, Houston, Texas. Say no more, Ohio State has finally produced an NFL quarterback. C.J. Stroud show, stole the show, throwing for 470 yards, 5 TDs, and 0 interceptions in an absolute unbelievable comeback fashion. The Bucks were the weren't the only ones that lost. It was all the minus two and a half Houston Texan <laughs> betters, where the worst beat of all time took place at the end of the hey, game. I had since Tampa Houston plus three, so I'm okay with that. Since Houston lost their kicker due to an injury, to make sure Tampa Bay didn't run back the two point conversions, the Texans elected to take a knee. Son of a bitch! <laughs> Tampa Bay, there is a Houston. 39. We then head to Hotlanta, where the Falcons looked like they were going to take advantage of the limping Vikings. But then the clocks, which fell back an hour on Sunday morning, thanks sure to did. daylight sa savings. Make sure to check your fire alarms. <laughs> Turn to the witching hour, where Joshua Dobbs, the free elf, put the team on the back on... The, sorry. Put the team that he hasn't fully met or played with on his back and won the game. The Vikings are now above 500 and are riding a five-game win streak. Can you take me higher? Joshua Dobbs. Vikings, 31. Falcon, 28. We head to Cleveland, where the Browns defense put a professional development day on the Cardinals and their quarterback, who's a second-grade teacher. <laughs> Time to check those hall passes, Clayton Toon, because you are no good. Cleveland gets the shutout. Oh, and Kareem Michael Hunt scored another touchdown in the last three games. Might want to bet on that next week, boom. Cardinals, <laughs> goose egg. The Browns, 27. On to Green Bay, where it was a battle of who wants to lose more. It was a 7-3 game for three quarters, where there were four missed field goals, punts, and turnovers. Sean McVay's kid still only knows his dad as a loser, but <laughs> goddamn that kid's mom's a MILF and cookies. As Cookie Monster would say, yum, yum, yum. <laughs> the Rams, three. The Packers, boy. On to Foxborough, where Sal Howell Be Thy Name looked into the light, the light of the lighthouse, and said, not today, as he threw 325 yards, 73 yards going to Mr. Scary Terry McLaurin to hand the Patriots the loss. The Commanders, 20, Patriots, 70.
On to New Orleans, where the dual tight end quarterback threat, that is Tyson Hill, told Derek, dude, where's my car? That this is how you score a touchdown, receiving one and throwing one. While the other side of the carpet, the Bears continue to spiral out of control like a Tyson Badgett throw. Bears, 17, Saints, 24. On to Baltimore, where the Ravens outgained, outperformed, and absolutely bullied Seattle. And oh, and OBJ finally got a catch a touchdown. The Ravens win. Seattle's. Seahawks. Three. Ravens. There is a. We head to Carolina, where Brace, Brace Young and the Panthers were rolling with a one game win streak. Carolina fans who now need a mental health day were paying attention to the out-of-town scoreboard watching C.J. Stroud before their eyes become a franchise quarterback, then turn their attention onto the field seeing their franchise quarterback throw not one but two pick sixes. Woof. Indy, 27. Carolina, 13. We had to Sin City where the Raiders earlier in the week looked like Spectrum Corporate, laying off everyone in the office and pissing <laughs> off their current employees, i.e. Devontae Adams. But then walked into the <laughs> then walked in the lovable water cooler coworker, who was a two time employee of the month, Antonio Pierce, that said child, to baby. all of his players, Let's treat every game like the Super Bowl. And yes, they did, making the shitty Giants look even more shittier. After the game, the Raiders lit the cigars and partied like it was 1999. The Giants, six, the Las Vegas Raiders, 30. On to Philadelphia, where we had the NFC East showdown with the Eagles and the Cowboys. A showdown it was, as the two-storied franchises were scoring at will. At the end, Philly almost blew it. If it wasn't for their defense that played like a pack of wolves that ate up a lamb on the last play. Cowboys, 23. Eagles, 28. Nom, nom, nom. Wordplay. On to the Queen City that is Cincinnati, where my dear friend Damar Hamlin had a brief moment on the field before the game, Uh. looking at his big blue heart like Rose in the Titanic. But this isn't a drama film. This is football. And with that said, one team in this matchup decided to win the game as Joseph Kevin McAllister Burrow made the Sean McDermott and the entire Bills depleted defense look like the wet bandits, slipping on paint, (laughs) electrocuting themselves, and ultimately looking like they have no idea what they're doing. Cincy is back, and the Bills are in terror. In trouble, sorry. Trouble. Also terrible. And the clock trouble. is ticking. Tick, 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 tick. Bills, 18. Bengals, 24. We conclude week 9 in East Rutherford, New Jersey, as the New Jersey Jets took on the hot L.A. Chargers. And what do you know? Aaron Rodgers is looking like a prostitute in the red light district in Amsterdam during the pregame warm-up throwing 50-yard, five-step drop throws only two months after a season-ending injury. What a slut. Back to the game. The Jets' offense looked like a stale piece of popcorn, and the Chargers did just enough and are heading back, back to Kelly, Kelly with a dub. L.A. Chargers, 27. New York Jets, 6. And that concludes 
Week 9 of the NFL. Well done, well done. Big Al with his now becoming a, a, a staple on the show, um, his recaps, his weekly weekly NFL recaps. So a lot of fun. A lot of fun there, Big Al. Good job. Thanks, Boom. Although your shortest one was the Baltimore game, so thanks for that. I don't think we really needed to discuss it. Not, not much excitement there that happened in the Baltimore game. A lot, lot of excitement for me. I mean, um, yeah. There were two things that I was shown this week, and... One, Georgia is a fucking good football team. Yes, they are. Two, the Ravens are a very good football team. I will proudly announce. I'm marking this down. What is this? You can announce it. They're a very good football team. Week 10, 12 minutes, 45 seconds in. But, But you're a good team when Lamar's healthy. That's true. I mean, that could be said about a lot of teams, I mean, though, with their quarterbacks, yeah. right? I mean, right now, yeah. you know, I yeah, w- Josh Allen's probably one of the best in the I, league. I, I will say. And he's hurt. And I, he's hurt. I do feel like um, the Ravens, I mean, I don't think they're really under the radar at this point, but I almost like up to this week, I think they were kind of under the radar because I, I, I think prior to this week, a lot of people were still talking. Obviously, Kansas City is still good, no doubt. They're still there, but like, it's all it's Cincinnati, it's Buffalo, it's still the Chargers, it's still you know um, the Jets, you know it's Miami, it's all these other teams in the AFC that get a lot of the media hype um, and not a lot of a lot of good. media chatter about the Ravens. Yeah, and and I, I think that's going to change because I, don't, I I think it's very clear that Baltimore's really damn good. Um, they're, they're third in my power rating right now, um, just below Kansas City. Um, so, you know, they're right, they're right there. And Eagles are number one right now, yeah. So, um, and um, speaking of my power ratings, they are like, boom, like right on the money with a lot Ow. of games now. They're, they're really starting to round into form. Um, I made my lines earlier today for next week's games, and there are a couple games like that are like smack dab on the money, um, and a lot of them that are all within – a point or so um so it's good so it, it makes me you know seeing the, the numbers where they are it makes me kind of have more faith in when i see a line that's off a lot that's a game that i want to target so we'll get into that when we get, get into our picks a little bit later on um cj do you have any waivers any anybody maybe in the free agent market fantasy is you know believe it or not in fantasy football playoffs are Around the, right corner, around the corner, in a way. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, I mean, they're not in the next couple of weeks, but within five weeks, we're going to be talking playoff fantasy football. You know, it's trade deadline is is quickly approaching in in fantasy market. Maybe there's a guy that you should, should go out there for. Um, what what are our thoughts here in the fantasy market? Uh, so there's a couple people. Obviously, there's not too many right now. If by some chance CJ Stroud is still out there in one of your leagues and you need a quarterback or I don't even know, just maybe stash him so no one else can use him. There's but no there's no way he's still available, right? Uh, you know, you'd be surprised. I mean, I can look real quick. People are people see. are pretty dumb, huh? Yeah. There there are pretty dumb people out there and dumb CJ leagues. Stroud. Let's see here. He is started in only less than half of ESPN leagues. Okay. 
I can see that. He's rostered in 77%. So he's still available so in basically still, a quarter. A quarter of the league like out there. Could be like smaller team, like eight. Sure. You know, he's still not a must start, I don't. I think, at this point. But he's, he's getting pretty damn close. Yeah. Um, he looks, I hate to say it, man. He looks good. Yeah. Because he's an Ohio State quarterback. I think he may. Break the mold. Be the guy. Yeah, break the mold. I think that's he's the guy for you, Big Al. Break the I Eric know. molds. Wow. He looks good, though. Douchebag couldn't beat Michigan, so. <laughs> I'll still I'll take him what, as my your, quarterback. Your quarterback now ain't doing nothing. Uh, give him uh, time. Give him time. It's true. They're uh, still so number one. Beep, 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 beep. Top four. you want maybe a potential sleeper pick, he kind of showed off in week nine for the Ravens. Keaton Mitchell. Yeah. They like him. They love him. I picked him up a few weeks ago, and then he got hurt because it was his first game back, and then he, like, redinged himself up with that Mm -hmm. thought process in mind because he's a rookie, right? He came out of wherever, and they really like him, but he's been hurt all year. Came back for mm-hmm. a game, got hurt again, and now he was healthy again and got some got some looks at the end of this game, right? Yep, correct. I mean, I I do like him as a stash if you have the space. Uh, he could be a sneaky little flex play against. He gets a lot of the uh, the garbage time work mm-hmm. for sure. Um, and the way the Ravens are playing right now, we got a little bit of a tough stretch coming a lot of up. Garbage here. time. Um, yeah, could be, you know, bad or good garbage time. Uh, if you need a wide receiver, uh, one that's kind of got my eye is Douglas from New, or- New England. Yeah. Um, he led the target share this week. Mac Jones, uh, I'm starting to think he's not as bad as I think he is. He's putting the ball where it needs to be, but his wide receivers are dropping it. Yeah. Um, but he looks good. Uh, Demario Douglas, though, uh, definitely worth a pickup ever since Kendrick Bourne went out last week. Uh, really, that's it. I mean, if Taysom Hill's still there somehow, yeah. Kate Otten, um, you know, good looks there. Sure. Um, something just popped up on my screen. I don't know what this is. Porn. Okay, there we go. No, I wish. Norton antivirus. Yeah, Kate Otten, it's good. Obviously, you know, your boy. Uh, but yeah, that's pretty good. much it. It's pretty slow on the waiver wire. Yeah, and I mean, it's I towards like the it... end of the year unless a big injury happens. So, CJ... <clears throat> Mm-hmm. Obviously, the waiver wire is kind of dulling out. Yeah. Got any good trades? Oh, man. So One that's always gone back and forth to me is Jefferson. Well, Because right now, if a team that was that's not doing so hot may look to try to trade and make a move, because you could still get a good player for Jefferson So if you find someone that thinks he's going to come back. Yeah, but the timeline's looking two weeks right now. Two more week, two reading. weeks from this week, so he's got. Yeah. So we're thinking roughly like a week, eleven or 12. no week twelve, week twelve comeback. Okay, mm-hmm. I mean just in time for fantasy playoffs, so make a lot of a lot of people hopefully, happy. Hopefully, I I did make a move for him a few weeks ago, so I'm hoping it pays off. Yeah. Oh boy, pair him up with Koopa Koopa Cup. Speaking Cooper of Cooper Cup, he, Cup need, he just got a new quarterback. He needs, yeah. Yes, I saw that. They got uh, Carson, Carson Wentz in there. Do you Wentz. think that that means that they fear that Stafford's thumb might be an issue? I thought about that, but then I also thought that just ripen really sucks. He does really suck, so having a more and feasible that backup. NFC West is pretty wide open right now. 
It is. With, uh, San Francisco losing three, three in a row. Three in a row. Seattle wild. getting poopied on. Uh, fun fact, the NFC West teams scored a combined six points this week. Wow. And they have three teams playing. Holy cow. <laughs> so the Rams yeah. scored three, the Seahawks scored Against three, the and the Cardinals scored zero. There you go. Yep. No kidding. <laughs> NFC West we no longer a powerhouse. Best division. Yeah. Uh, AFC North. Dude, listen. Yes, all it's great. It's great. Week nine, they're all in the playoffs. They're all playing each other. They're going to beat each other up like the SEC. We've already played. We've already played so the, congratulations for your week 10 playoff hunt. You know, Thank whatever. You. But the, what team do the Bills let's play? be realistic. Let's be realistic. I don't know if the Bills. I I went into the season with no expectations. It's true. With so, no expectations. Well, I mean, forcing you to have an expectation here. Do you do you think the Bills will make the playoffs? They sh- they should be able to with the Sh- talent okay, that they have. They should be. Do you think they will? Yeah. Okay, so he's. Well, let's look at that schedule. So he's going to say yes. It's so a tough Bills, schedule. It's the hardest in the plays NFL. Denver this the week. Baltimore, it is. Then the Jets. No. Then Philly. Then they have their bye. Then they're Kansas City after their bye. That helps them. Which helps. Dallas, the Chargers, New England, Miami. So Miami's I mean, going to be a week. New England what, should 18? be should be a nice nice one, and the Jets in theory should be a nice one. Denver this week, I think, could be a slightly tricky um i'll get into that when we get into our picks i'll talk about why in a second but um yeah i mean they're, they're looking at i think two wins for sure and then the rest of them are, are could be dog fights you know but yeah hey you go oh, it's f- gonna... 500 out of those and you're nine and eight here the ravens listen i put in i before that sunday night game i put in um sorry i did kansas city minus two and a half because that's what they opened at. And then at halftime, I saw that it was plus 160 for the Bills, plus 8.5. And, and I took that because I realized that the Bills weren't going to just lay down. They were going to fight back into it, make it interesting. Granted, two minutes left, a fat guy fucking lands on Stefan Diggs' knee. Because Stefan Diggs ran into him, but... Yep. I still covered. Good teams, great teams, sorry. Good teams win, great teams teams cover. cover. That's right. And that is what Buffalo Bills have done. So I'm going to continue to ride these close games with me betting the money line, or sorry, the spread on everyone that they play. Yeah. And it's worked out ever ever since, uh, I believe it was the Giants game when they were plus, I think they were plus 14 and a half. Um, Around there, yeah. Yeah. That was the largest this year. Giants get to hold uh, hold that title again this week as they are 16.5-point dogs Ooh, um, to nice. the Dallas Cowboys. So Ooh. that is super fun. Uh, why don't we get into – yeah, go ahead, CJ. You have to listen to our schedule, though. Okay, yeah, let's, Browns, let's hear the Ravens. Let's listen to the schedule. Browns, Bengals, Chargers, Rams, only losing team, at Jaguars, at Niners, versus the Dolphins, then home against Steelers. Yeah, that's tough. That's tough. So it's only tough because of where they are right now. True, it is. Yeah, I mean, 
And when you're in the division where every team is in the playoffs, you're going to have a tough, you know, tough exactly. schedule. So thank you, Slash. You know, thank you. It's a double-edged They're going to taper there, off. CJ. The the Pittsburgh Steelers are not a good football team. No, but they they're keep not. Winning. It reminds me of the old Ravens where we had a shit offense and a good. Trent defense. Dilfer playing quarterback. It's like Ohio State. Yeah. Yeah. Is, yeah much much like and like Iowa without the without fo- Marvin Harrison the college Jr. Team. Maserati Marv baby. Let him Heisman guys. hopeful. Where's he going? He's going to the. Is he Bears? draft eligible Probably. this year? Yes, he'll go to the draft. I don't know why, because he's making a lot of fucking money in NIL. Yeah. If he's so, a top three pick, he's going to make bank. I'm yeah, but to he's, making, draft. he's making I'm over three mil right now. That's okay. It's he's going to make a lot more as a top three pick in the NFL. Hmm. What? The first, the, oh, first They'll probably make good, like they probably make good endorsements, too, I would assume, as rookies. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. <I'm> COVID. <laughs> My God! I just want to talk about little bitch Caleb Williams. Oh yeah, he sucks. You know, I saw a mock draft like <laughs> yesterday, and the Giants are obviously going to be getting a top three pick. Um, and Caleb Williams. And they had He's Caleb good. Williams, and I was like, "Fuck no, please no!" Like I know Daniel Jones is not good, and I think we should draft a quarterback this year. I would rather have Drake May than Caleb Williams. Ah, um, uh, Shuin was over at Shuin, whatever his name is, uh, was at that Washington. USC, USC game. game. And uh, there you go. It looks like if it's not Caleb Williams, it's Michael Penix Jr., which is also a very good pick. It's, but it's, I think it's he's very more... early in that process. But I, I, I do think the Giants are, are going to be going for a quarterback, and I and I think they should be. Um, Michael Penix Jr. was an absolute stud he in was. that game. He single handedly fired the USC's. Defensive coordinator. Yeah, it's great with the plays that he was making. So, yeah, I still some... have my future Heisman bet on Penix. On Penix, he needed so. that week because he had a couple uh, lackluster, couple weeks. dinker weeks. But yeah. you're gonna get that here and there. Sure. So now he needs to pick it up, keep it rolling. So we'll see what happens. Um, why don't we jump into the Week Ten slate? Talk a little bit about some of these games, what we like, maybe some leans. Um, and all of that. Let's start with the the stinker of a game we have Thursday night. That is the Carolina Panthers at the Chicago Bears. Um, all big games. All all the what are they called? The primetime games yeah. suck this week. They're rough. It's a it's a Let's rough see slate. What we got here. Um, uh, we the got Bills New York, the Las Vegas. Game. Las Vegas was fun to watch. Were they? They were Denver, fun to watch. Buffalo. Were Dude, they? Buffalo. Buffalo don't drop forty. So I'm gonna we'll talk about that one because I have yeah, some continue. thoughts on yeah, that yeah, game. Um, yeah, yeah. So, you know, Panthers Bears to me the only way I'm I'm gonna look on this my power ratings have the Bears slightly better than a field goal which the line currently is at. Um, the only way I can see and, this is under. Um, Thursday nights tend to be unders anyway. Carolina's offense is fucking atrocious. Um, Bryce Young is yeah. not good. They they will be happy to score, you know, thirteen ten maybe. Um, in if Chicago. Justin Fields, if Justin Fields plays, this is going over. The guy is a absolute <clears throat> stud on Thursday night football, as you saw with him and DJ Moore in Washington last time they played That's Thursday night. That's true. They night. did put up forty. Good, good. They're, they're, what is the status on Fields? He right Question. now is doubtful. <laughs> or sorry, so, questionable. Questionable. Okay. Questionable, yeah. So he got upgraded just like before this, like eight right. hours before. Yeah, I could get behind that. 
I could get behind so, that. Um, I just and he's had a couple weeks. He's going to run it a lot. He's not going to throw it. I don't have any faith in Chicago, this Panthers offense. Line. So, you know, maybe maybe the play is, par- you know, Panthers team total under or something like that um, rather than the game total. But, man, the Panthers are really bad. They make the – I think if they played the Giants, it would be really competitive. Um, so that's where we're at with the Giants. Um, yeah, so that's where I'm there. Any thoughts on that game? Man, he's right. Chicago money line. If Justin Fields plays. Yeah, Chicago's going to win that game. Um, uh, even if Badger anytime plays. Anytime touchdown, Cole commit. I like really that. You like that. Did you see that guy? I put the $5 on. It was a two-leg parlay with two tight ends. It was Otten and uh, Cole Komet both to score two touchdowns. $5 to win ten grand. Oh. It's insane. I don't know how that guy got a crystal a ball the future. to realize that these fucking guys were going to so score two have, touchdowns. Like, you, like, what I like to do is I try to build up my bank, right, for the week, and then I'll just do some crazy shit. I've done it. I had a uh, 20, 20 leg parlay this That's past week on stupid. college games for the first score to be a touchdown. I hit the first 11. Oh, man. Dude, I was getting nervous. Was the cash out available at that point? No, because it's DraftKings and they hate draft. They hate. They do hate cash outs. It's true. Yeah, that's but nuts. I was like watching it. I'm like, oh god, oh, oh, that one's good. That one just went greed. And I'm watching. I'm watching it. That would have hit me. Thirteen grand on a one dollar bet. <laughs> that's wild. Did so after the twelfth one missed. Did any other so miss? I ended up getting eighteen. Eighteen. Eight, of that's 20. still pretty wild. So yep. that's something to consider round robining that. Do little round True. robin action and make that one dollar, maybe like a cents. twenty dollar bet or something. But then now you can afford to have if like sixteen or seventeen hit whatever the round robin you know Ooh. combinations are. But eyeballs. That's where that's where gambling can get really dangerous. <laughs> yep. Really, really dangerous. They make it fun it. and then you just, you know, spend all your money on it. <coughs> Um, we go to Frankfurt, Germany again in this this coming week with Are the Colts just and the Patriots. Are you guys just done with these morning games? No, honestly, no. I love them. The I'm best. done with them. I love them. Wake em. up, take my morning shit, and then I'm watching football. I love them because when I'm out doing errands with the fam, I can have my phone in my pocket watching the video or like watching the game, and I'm like, this is nice. Like I like I'm watching football done. at 9:30. I'm just done with it. Because, I, I mean, know. you know, I mean, you, you both know when you have little My kids, dear friend, you're Hamlin. up at like 6, 6.30. It's a long time to get to 1 o'clock. Like, it's a grind to get to football time. So having a game on at 9.30 is a really nice way to kind of break yeah. up that day. So I'm, I'm, I'm all for it. Right. Spreading the love, man. Anyway, Maybe we got we'll the Colts and Patriots. Um, you know, yep. right now Colts are slight favorites, two-point favorites. Um, New England's that, leaving Thursday. Yeah, uh, Indy's yeah, leaving like Colts tomorrow. Yeah, so I'm I'm gonna likely stay away from this. Probably throw together some random same game parlay. Or I something. like the under. But, um, under could be a nice play here though. Colts have been going over quite a bit this year. Um, but yeah, we'll see. Um, I don't know. Not too many thoughts on this one. Um, the next one here, Green Bay at Pitt. I do have some thoughts here. I want, I want to hear your guys' thoughts here on Pitt Green Bay. Um, Pitt gets it done. I don't think so. I 
How do you bet against them right now? Because Pittsburgh's favored right now. Pittsburgh is three point favorites at home. But that defense. Every time they are favored, they lose the game. Straight up. Straight up. And that's proven this year. Proven. And is it favored at home? Yeah. They lost the one game at Jacksonville. Let me do a quick uh, database search here as you guys kind of chat. Let me do some things here. I want to just. Interesting. I'm just saying. I just. I, I don't – I see game. Green Bay. It's going to be an ugly defensive game. I think the under yeah. will hit on this one. Um, that might be my guaranteed lock that. of the so week. Bet there. Bet the under instead of trying to pick one. Yeah. I think it's going to be like a three-point It's going to be an ugly fucking game. That's what it's going to be. <laughs> they have a lot of ugly games. Too. Green Bay is been a not – home favorite once this year, and they won that. That was on Thursday against the Titans. Oh, okay. So Jacksonville was – all right. Yep. Actually, right. that, that makes sense now because right. Jacksonville was favored. As long as T.J. Watt is healthy and you have a Pittsburgh team at home. I don't know. Going back to 2020, money, they money. are. I'm not taking the points. Green Bay's bad, though. Green Going Bay's back bad. to 2020, they are 15-6 um, and six straight up as home favorites, 11-11 and 11 ATS. So nothing too crazy there. Um, I the do under. like Pitt here. Um and, and part of the handicap, A, my power rankings really support it. Um, they have Pittsburgh as closer to a touchdown favorite. I also like the fact that, that Pittsburgh gets that extra three-day rest, that three-day to prepare for Green Bay. They played Thursday, so it's kind of like a little mini-buy. Um, they're home, so they didn't have to travel again. So um, I like that added, you know, added edge to this. So I, I think Pittsburgh can get this done. Um, Pickett will be healthier. So I, I like Pittsburgh here. I'm likely going to play them at minus three. If it went to three and a half, I don't think I will. But if it stays at three, I, I will likely play it. I got a game. <clears throat> Los Angeles Chargers mm-hmm. playing home against Detroit. Mm-hmm. I have three takes on this right now. Let's hear it. I have Detroit money line. I have Laporta over 40 yards, and I have Ama St. Brown over 87 yards. Hmm. So they're throwing the pill, huh? Three-leg parlay. Mm-hmm. I like, I like that. It. I like the I like the Lions here on the road. Um, they are favored, only two and a half point favorites. I do like them. I have them a little bit better than that, and they're coming off a bye, which uh, road teams off a bye tend to do very well. ATS, so mm-hmm. um, good spot I think here. Uh, Chargers just played a, a night game, so um, yeah, good spot I think for Detroit for sure. I don't My think second you can bet one. Chargers for sure. We got a, actually a really good game. This one, San Francisco coming off a bye at Jacksonville. Yeah. Mm -hmm. This is going to be the first time in four years that Nick Bosa and Chase Young are on the same defensive line. Mm -hmm. That's scary. That is scary. And I'm telling you what, San Francisco's been slumping, three-game losing streak. I think they come. I, and and what not to do than beat Jacksonville at home, where Jacksonville is riding high on a five-game win streak. I like it. CJ thoughts here. Look it. Uh, 
This one's a toss-up. Of course, all these these games are good. Like the primetime ones suck, but the good ones are at like, one o'clock. The middle yeah, ones are good, and they're like I'm not gonna be able to watch the one o'clocks this week. Yeah. Um. Yeah. No, I I like San Francisco here. I don't. I think they have to bounce back. I feel like a team of that caliber is gonna bounce back. Yeah. Um. But I've been saying that I said that the last two weeks. Sure, and they haven't done it yet. And... Well, they played. <clears throat> they played Cleveland. That sucked. They played uh, primetime at Minnesota, which they've struggled against Minnesota at Minnesota mm-hmm. in their history. And then they no, they lost to the um, Bengals, which Joey Burrow looks fucking good. That Houston Cincy game is gonna be lit. Yeah, that one's good, but I I'm leaning more on Cincy, um, just because Houston doesn't tend to play well on the road. As far as this year goes, they've been playing really well at home. Um, since he just since he's good, man. And to be honest with you, watching that Sunday night game against the Bills, I I wasn't I was just looking for a good game, and it delivered. You know, it was a little boring here and there, but um, I thought it was just gonna be like fifty to forty eight. Yeah, the defense is kind of tightened down a little they, bit. They but, settled in. Yeah. Um, I just think since he's got a little bit of an edge here, just because they are riding on a a nice little win streak going, so. Yeah, I like. Uh, How I like cool Cincy was that with the black and orange little that was stripe? Neat. Yeah, that was really neat what they did you see there. See that at college in, the, in the stadium with the fans. Yeah, super cool. Yeah. Um, so, so I've got two other games that I that I kind of have thoughts on, and then if you guys have additional thoughts, we'll get to that, and then we'll get out of here. Um, you know, the Saints and Vikings, the Saints are two and a half point favorites on the road at Minnesota. I don't know why. Um, I think Minnesota has, has found something with Josh Dobbs, honestly. You know, I, I think Kirk Cousins, yes, he was throwing the ball quite a bit and, and successfully, like he had some decent stats this year. But um, one quarterback when he left. But I think Josh Dobbs brings a different element to the table. He can run the ball, and he just brings a different type of energy. And I, th- I think that this team is just kind of resurging. I think they've just kind of gotten some life. That win um, against Atlanta, I think, is, is massive. Um, I'm really going to be looking at Minnesota here this weekend at home um, with Josh Dobbs at the helm. Um, I really like really like them. Um, I think they can they can make some noise, actually. So we'll see. They need to. They need to show Jefferson that they can win, or he ain't coming back. True. In my opinion. That's kind of how I think. So, I don't know. We'll see. That that Minnesota game, I like Minnesota. But, uh, Big Al, what are your thoughts there? Minnesota. Yeah. I think uh, the Minnesota. fact that Josh Dobbs won the game without knowing any of his receipts. And, and that doesn't get talked enough. Um, you know, everyone's talking about how bad the Cowboys, how bad the Bills are. No one's talking about the fact that Josh Dobbs came into Minnesota not knowing any receivers, didn't practice with them, didn't even take snaps from the center, and he came in in an NFL game and he, he won the like game. He was going over how to do the cadence with the center, like on oh the yeah, <laughs> and and the best part was is the coach was legitimately throwing in where the receivers are going to go in those plays, and he said if you don't see anything, just run. And that's what he did. He he did hurt Elena and with his legs. So, it was so. Like backyard football. I just think it was very, it was it was very fun to watch. And this was the first Sunday ever I had red zone. 
So I, I enjoyed Ooh, Red exciting. Zone for the first time. Yeah, I'm it's, pretty it's excited about that. It's a lot. It's tell you what, your attention span really. Oh yeah, you can't your... accomplish anything because there's always something to watch. So it's like yeah, you know, yeah. You're, there you are. Scott Hansen, what a guy. Yeah, he's great. What a guy. He's great. Wow. Um, last one I want to get to is in fact your Bills here, Big Al. Um, the Broncos come to Buffalo as seven and a half point dogs. And my line makes it exactly seven and a half, but I like Denver here um, for a couple reasons. Whoa. Reason number one, the money line? No, uh, the spread. Oh, I don't. Cover. I don't play money lines because I suck at them, as we know from my picks. Um, <laughs> yes. To cover, I like them to cover um, for a couple reasons here. I, I like that they're off a buy. That's that's a huge advantage. I like that Buffalo just played, you know, an emotional game at Cincinnati. Um, likely draining them a little bit and, you know, could see a little bit of a flatter spot here for them. And Sean Payton is 10-3 and off of a bye straight up um, with his record from New Orleans. So I think he's a coach that, that knows how to handle a bye week and knows how to get his guys ready. I know he hasn't been in the biz for a while, um, but that doesn't just go away. So I, th- I think he's going to have some things for Buffalo that might just keep them on their toes. And I don't see the way Buffalo's playing, I, I don't see them – being able to run away from it, even with Denver's defense playing poorly. But they really actually have come around quite a bit the last few weeks. So um, I like Denver to cover this a lot here. Um, last five games uh, that the Denver Broncos and the Bills played, obviously the Bills having three home games, the Broncos having two. All right. The last time they played was 2020. Obviously, no one was in the stands. Mm-hmm. Buffalo Bills won 48-19. All right. But when you look at the home games, all right, 2019, Denver came to Buffalo. Buffalo handily beat them uh, 28-3. to Then 2017, Denver came. Bills beat them 26-16 by 10. And then the last one was 40 to 14. I think this trend continues. I think Buffalo is going to absolutely crush Denver. Um I think this is where their offense is the Bills offense comes out of the gate and starts throwing touchdowns. I don't see them scoring 70 like uh Miami hmm. did, but I can see them hitting 40s. So What um uh, out of the five games you, what spread would you give? Like what? What com- What spread would you feel comfortable laying with the, with Buffalo? I'm comfortable putting fifty dollars on minus fourteen. I think you, it's a two touchdown game. You wanna you wanna do me a, a little bet right here? Oh, I, I think Denver can cover other. fourteen. Let's do it. Just we'll do a little little side bet on the side. No side big, bet. just straight up. Either we'll, do we'll decide ten, twenty, whatever we want to do. Yeah. Um, I think Denver will cover that. Whatever whatever line you make, I think Denver covers it. Obviously, you know, outside the other, you know. Let's do it. If it's too low. Snits. All right. So there we Done. go. We'll do that on the on the side. So fun stuff. Um, CJ, you have thoughts on this Buffalo-Denver game? I'm kind of with Big Al on this one. Thank you. Good. I like being on the other side of the public. Well, yeah. it seems like... I'm not the public, buddy. I'd do 15 and a half. 
Well, you two are just probably, make it fourteen. I want, I want my half point. The half point nah, is critical. Like make point. it fourteen. Honestly, though, with the way that teams go for two now after they're down by two, that like eight and fifteen and things like that are are much more critical. I think, um, and will be kind of moving forward with spread lines. So, you know, I think there are certain numbers that really don't matter, like, um, you know, like. 11s and 12s and you know things like that and like maybe even like a, a four or a five like not really a difference but i think there's a big difference between a seven and an eight now you know um so we'll see all right um we have any anything else here finishing up any of these other games you guys want to chat about yep i have a great bet uh mccaffrey anytime touchdown <laughs> there you go wow you're a wizard uh cream hunt anytime touchdown too Ooh, parlay there you go. Um wow. you might get like plus a hundred odds. We got decision we got decision weekend coming through. Uh we got three weeks left of NCAA. Um I kinda wanna highlight a marquee matchup, which would be the Michigan Wolverines versus the Penn State Nittany Lions. Hmm, that's this weekend? Right. Yep. Ooh, be prepared. Sex. We're gonna send the kids outside. You and I just sit on the couch, oh, watch yeah. football. I'm going to Big Al's house this weekend. Very yeah. excited. Um, the line's at four. Not going to watch our kids at all. No. No. <laughs> um, thank God for Bluey and Rugrats <laughs> and all those other shows. Um, Send them in the basement and lock the door. I think this is going to be close. I think this is going to be probably within a two-point game. Um, a lot of people are really going on Michigan, but Michigan's dealing with a lot of – lot of shit right now um i think i'm gonna take the points on penn state i don't i'm not confident yet about the over under right now which is at 56 which could potentially i think vegas knows how i think that's a good fair estimate of where this game's gonna go it is at penn state michigan has not played anyone so i'm gonna go with plus four on penn state all right. Next like bet. What do you think? You like that? Yeah, I'm okay with that. I'm I'm actually I I kind of am a Penn State lover anyway. I've always liked Penn State. Um, okay. So I'm always down to support them if I can. Yeah. Next one, Alabama at Kentucky. I think this is going to be an absolute blowout. I think Alabama covers the spread minus ten and a half. I see them right now winning by two touchdowns, about 14. Um, so I'm going to hit Alabama um, with the minus 10.5 against Kentucky. And my last one is Miami at Florida State. All right. Um, Miami is 1-8 and eight against the spread versus top five teams. Miami is 0-4 against the spread as a double digit underdog and miami is one and four against the spread in acc play this year nine out of the 12 meetings between miami and florida state have gone under the total so parlay time florida state minus 14 and a half and we're going under wow book it i like it 
Um, This call is about to end, so we are going to have to end this podcast right now. Check out DraftDaySports.com. Also, maybe Big Al and I do a little side pod this weekend since we'll be together. So be on the lookout for that. All right. Picture out. Bye. See you. Peace.